Welcome to Our Real Life, a discussion about the journey from addiction to recovery with our host, Bob Bay. Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to the first podcast of Our Real Life. You might hear my dog walking around (laughs) his nails on the hardwood floor, but that's okay. So my name is Bob. Like I said, this is the first podcast for Our Real Life. I guess since since this is the first one, I really kind of should give you an idea of what we're all about, why we're even doing this, what is going on. I'll start out by talking a little bit about who I am. I just recently celebrated 30 years clean time from drugs and alcohol. Meth was my drug of choice, but if that wasn't available, I would do anything else. I'm married. I've been married for over 33 years. I have two kids, and they're married and grown themselves. I got three, soon to be four, grandkids. And you know, if somebody had told me 30 years ago when I first started what my life would be like today, I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even comprehend it. Because I started out this journey, I just wanted to feel normal. I realized that wasn't going to happen. So then I thought, well, you know, maybe I could just be a regular person. Because I didn't feel like a regular person. And really, that's never going to happen either. (laughs) But that's okay. I have learned. God has taught me over the years. All I need to be is the best me I can be. I just have to be the best Bob I can be. And if I do that, then I'll be okay. None of the rest of it matters. You know, over the last 30 years, I've... I've learned about a lot about myself and why I do the things I do. And I, I've met a lot of wonderful sober people and more than I can count. I've also met a lot of people who've lost their battle with addiction. And I'm, I can be really introspective. I can really look inside myself. And I, I'm just that type of person. I ask myself, why do I do the things I do? And I wasn't always that way. I do ask myself, why do I do the things I do? And then that extends out as... If I'm this way, if I act like this, if I do those things, do other people think and do the same things I do? Am I the only one who who feels the way I do about things? And I don't think I am. Over the years of sharing and, and teaching and working with people in recovery, I'm not the only one who feels the way I feel. So, you know, starting out, God used a 12-step recovery program to get me started on my journey. I know that not everyone has had a good experience with 12-step recovery program. Everybody's got different views on it, what it means to them. Some people have had a lot of success with that. But I know after a while, I learned some basic tools for living life sober, living life on life's terms. But after a while, God moved me into a church atmosphere. And I know that not everyone has had success with that. Not everybody has had good experiences with church. And I get that. I've had some bad situations with both of them. But that's really kind of where real life was born out of. It was about my real life. You know, I've had some really good times in sobriety. I've had some really bad times in sobriety. Thank God I was never pushed to that point of of relapse with drugs and alcohol. But, you know, there were a lot of times that I quote-unquote switched addictions with things that were acceptable. I even used church as a type of drug to make myself feel better, going and being excessive, being codependent with people in church. And But so this whole podcast idea, Pam and I many years ago had hosted a radio program. It was a call-in radio program. And I loved hearing people's stories about things. In going to meetings, 
one of my favorite things is hearing people's testimonies of what God's done in their lives. And I've learned so much from it. My hope is is that we what we can do with this podcast is to have people come on and I can interview them, ask them questions about their life, kind of like what what role God has played in their life. What are some of the things that have happened in their life to make a difference, to really change things? And so that's where we're going to start out with. I also want to have a, a wide cross-section of guests come in, uh, not just people who are addicts or alcoholics, but I want to have people come and and talk about their experiences overcoming codependency, maybe gambling addictions, porn addictions, sexual addictions. I want to have some people come on that whose loved ones, maybe their grown children or or their spouses are living lives of addiction and how God's brought them out of that. Really, I think if if people can hear other people's success stories, not just stories about all the awful, mean, ugly, nasty things that have happened to them, but really the success stories and what God's done in their lives. I know for me, it lets me know and reminds me that I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who feels the way I feel, that God is still doing miracles in people's lives. And I can learn from people. I learn from people who've got 30 days clean. I'm still learning about who I am, my motives, and why I do different things. So I also know that if somebody is in a 12-step program that is specifically geared towards one thing, towards one addictive agent, I'll say, sometimes hearing that, hearing from people that suffer from multiple addictions, I mean, the answer is all the same. It's all the same. The same tools are used in the same process. The same steps are used for people who suffer from gambling addiction, porn addiction, alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, food issues. It's all the same thing. The answers are there. If we can learn that and learn to apply those, not just with a focus thing, just on a particular specific addiction, but in our whole lives, then I think that can make a big difference. Really, if we can all kind of work together to share our experiences, we can celebrate together the the victories we have, and really we can be with there for each other when we have failures. Because, you know, life is really about that. We stack up days of success and we stack up days of failure. Whether that failure is a relapse or whether that's just having a, a bad day. Maybe walking in depression. Maybe, I mean, any, it could be any kind of thing. And I'm sure there will be other things that will come out of this. I'm trying not to be too focused on anything in particular. Other than just trying to get the word out about people who are like me. And since I'm not really that unique, <laughs> maybe there will be a lot of us can come together in this. Speaking of giving people a chance to be heard and sharing their stories, I'd love to hear from you. You can follow us through Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. I'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe and give us a good review. Give us a thumbs up. That helps promote the channel. The more people that listen, the more input we can get. The more feedback we get, the more wide range of people that respond, the better off we'll all be. You know, let me say this. I want to give some topics of things to get started. Maybe you can get back with me and, and follow up with them. I want to say this. Let's keep this all civil. Let's watch our language in any of the responses. I want to come at this from a positive angle. I want to hear positive things. And I know that there are negative things. And I would love to hear some of the, the stories where you where you did have failures. 
but I want to hear the successes coming out of it too. Let me start out with saying this. I think one of the ongoing debates that have been going on for years and years and years, probably really since the 1930s and forward, and will continue on long after I'm gone, is the question or the debate of, is addiction, say such as drug addiction, alcoholism, is that a disease in the classical terms? I mean, is that something that, just like a disease, it's incurable? You always have it. What is that really looking like in, in real life? Is it genetic? Is it something that uh, environment plays a part in? Will you ever get back a choice to say yes or no? I mean, I, for, I for one, in my life, I never want to drink or do drugs again. I don't see myself ever doing that again. But I do know that if I ever decided that one, I could have just one, that's a lie. I can't just have one. I never could. I never could just drink one beer. I never could do just a little bit of drugs. I can never socially use drugs. I know I could never do that again. For me, that doesn't mean that I'll always suffer with that craving or the desire to do that. I haven't had a desire or a craving to do drugs or alcohol in I don't even know how decades. You know, that's a that's an interesting debate. I'd love to hear both sides of that. Here's another part. What role does a higher power play in our recovery? I myself am a believer in Jesus. I believe that Jesus came in and changed my heart. I believe I was born again. I'm one of those people. I know that the people in my circle pretty much all believe the same way. But I'm interested in hearing other people's view of it too. I do have some friends, some people that are close to me that go to other 12-step programs. They approach their higher power in a little bit different way. I know they've had some bad experiences in church and in organized religion, and so they approach the whole thing in a different way. So I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear how you feel about it, what your thoughts are. So there's a couple of things. (laughs) You know, I will say this, that out of everything that I've ever read or seen, heard of, in talking to people, the most successful treatment, hands down, The most successful treatment for any type of addiction is a 12-step recovery program. They come in all sorts and shapes and and, and styles. The 12 steps are by far the most successful. And I don't think anybody can really, I mean, maybe, maybe my little rock that I'm living under shelters me from hearing something else, but I know that Whenever there's any legal troubles or whenever, you know, uh, clinicians, therapists, counselors, we get referred people from them all the time to come to our 12-step recovery group. So that has to mean something. But anyway, that's just a nutshell of it. I want to thank you for taking time to listen. Again, I'm asking that if you could subscribe, share it with your friends, give us a thumbs up. Just help us. Let's get the word out and uh, let's build a community. I'd love to do life with you, whoever you are, in what in whatever degree that we can. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Please join us on Facebook at Real Life Ministries-STL and give us a share and a like. Or if you would like to order My Real Life, Bob's book, you can go to our website at reallifeministries.com.